Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Leo Effects. Now today I'm joined by a very, well, two very special guests. Normally I just say one, but today I got a duo on here, which is yeah. completely unique. <laughs> yeah, I'm like totally thrown off by this. It's going to be great. I think we're going to have we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. The these guys from what I've read on their media pitch is just really cool and we're going to go through it all. We're going to kind of break it down and let everybody get to know them, but please allow me to introduce the R&B pop group Dose. How are you, gentlemen? Good, we're good, doing good. good. We are doing good. <laughs> Thank awesome. you for asking. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as you know, things are are really odd right now for uh, everything that's going on everybody kind of quarantined and sequestered away so you know is that affecting you guys pretty predominantly um yeah there's actually you know some cons and some positives to this you know whole quarantine that's going on right now um you know we've been engaging with a lot of new fans with our social media platforms you know a lot of people are are in-house and they can't do much but go on social media and we uh we definitely wanted to take advantage of that and we found ourselves growing with the numbers each day you know our youtube you know with our music video we just dropped it's actually in it's 200,000 views right now you know wow. so um yeah so it's it's really incredible where this is taking off for us so i definitely we would definitely say that there's more positives to this than cons i mean the cons yeah we wish we can perform you know in la right now in front of crowds but unfortunately it's just not like that but yeah gotcha so all right let's let's start off with some uh, a little deeper of an introduction here so do you guys always go by your nicknames or do you go by your actual formal names like because I, I see the, both of your nicknames, and I'm kind of wondering where they come from. Well, as far as Zay is going, you kind of shorten his name a little bit. It really depends. Uh, but my nickname came from, uh, you know, being around Zay and, and producing. I was the youngest one in the in the room. And so, uh, you know, people would just refer to me as a kid. Like, oh, did you hear, did you hear what the kid did? did you hear what? Yeah. And, and it kind of, I kind of liked how it sounded, so I, I went with that. Nice. Are you guys related in some way or just friends? Uh, our, actually, our families grew up 
with each other, you know, when they were kids, when they were young. And um, me and Eli just kind of had that relationship growing up. We're pretty much cousins, you know, that's how close we are to each other. So we're not related, but hey, we're definitely, definitely close because of our families. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. What made you guys decide to, and I, I don't know if it's going to be the same answer, so feel free to answer separately, whatever you guys want to do to handle this. But like, what made you guys decide to pursue being musicians? I mean, we grew on a, we grew, we grew up just listening to music all the time, you know, with our families, you know, our families are definitely, you know, they loved music growing up. You know, my, uh, my dad was uh, a part of an R and B group when he was younger. And, uh, that's how, how I kind of just grew up listening to music and started singing myself. And, uh, as far as Eli, I mean, Eli can tell you, go ahead. Eli. Yeah. Uh, me, you know, music always has always been in, in my family. You know, my, my parents have always loved listening to music and been uh, infatuated with music. But growing up, I was very involved in sports. And so my my dream, initially, I thought I was going to be an athlete, you know, uh, go to college, you know, maybe make it to the pros. But then I think right around the summer of my senior year in high school, I, uh, you know, I kind of got tired of playing sports. I, I wanted I wanted to pursue something different. And I, you know, I thought back to something, something that I love and I've been infatuated all my life and that's music. So I really got a great passion for that and brought us here now. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. That's that's, really cool. It's nice that it was in your family. You know, you were pretty much born with it. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was your inspiration when you were first starting out, when you were up and coming? I mean, uh, as far as me as, you know, me and Eli definitely, you know, cause he's a producer and I'm the singer. So as far as a singer for me, I would say Michael Jackson, you know, that was, is definitely my biggest inspiration when it comes to my singing. I always try to dance like him, obviously always try to dress like him and then just sing like him, you know, and I was always infatuated with his, his performance skills too. And, uh, so that's how I, you know, got my voice is always listening to Michael Jackson growing up. And then, uh, yeah, growing up, I, I, I loved a lot of a uh, 2000s music. I just loved how it, how it sounded. And, and so I would for sure say one of my biggest inspirations is like Timberland, uh, Pharrell, but then, you know, um, re really diving deep in, into like what producing is. I started, uh, you know, to take note of some of the greats like Quincy, Quincy Jones, Max Martin, and yeah, those just name a few of the people that powerhouses. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. And what does that mean to be a, a producer? Um, you know, a lot of people have different meanings to be a producer. Some, for some people it's just, you know, making the beat and then that's it. But to me personally, I feel like the job of, of a producer is to, to make the track, but then also guide the, the artist or the singer and, and make the project complete, like see it all the way through. Um, to the mastering, to the mixing, to, to when it starts being released, um, you know, and, and I've even taken, taken it a step further, uh, to, to perform, you know what I'm saying? Like, like perform live with Isaiah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That's awesome. And when you guys were kids growing up and you're singing at birthday parties, I'm assuming, you know, just singing with the family and, and doing all that, did you guys know then that you were going to be part of something just big, something huge? I mean, not really. Um, you know, Eli, me and Eli, we kind of just, it just happened naturally. You know, it wasn't forced. And I think that's the best way to go about something, you know, whatever it is that your passion is. Never want to force something. 
And so with me and Eli, it was kind of, you know, I brought the idea to him. I was like, you know, why, why, why don't we do this, you know, producer and the singer duo? Like, I don't really see it out there. Like, we should try. And he's like, bro, like, you know, that sounds dope. Like, I was thinking the same thing. So I was like, from there, it just kind of, not kind of, it just, it happened naturally. Yeah. And we, and, you know, there was no doubt, no second thoughts. Oh, is this going to work? And it just, it just felt right and it felt good. And from that point, we just knew we had something. Right, right. Yeah. You got single out, yeah? Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So did you guys do any gigs before you started doing like studio work? I mean, to be honest, no. The first, we were actually, we had a whole promo tour set up, you know, with certain schools. You know, we were going to go all around Los Angeles and, you know, promote our new single that we just dropped. And due to this quarantine and, the, you know, the whole COVID-19 that happened, it kind of shut everything down. But we're definitely looking forward to continue what we were starting once this whole thing is over. So we haven't really, you know, performed live with each other yet, but we had so many things, so many performances lined up already, but you know, it kind of sucks when COVID-19 stops you from doing that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I can totally get that. <laughs> in, in that kind of idea, in that mindset, let's say, it, how would it work if you guys wanted to do a live concert? Like, I, obviously one of you is the producer, one of you is the singer. How, how does that jive in a situation where you're not in a booth, you're not thinking about how these things line up, you're just kind of going for it? Like, how would that work in a live setting? Um, you know, me and, me and Isaiah have always been thinking about the, the coolest way of, of, you know, putting a live performance and, and amplifying our song. And, and you know, we, we thought it would be cool, you know, because uh, me and Isaiah can both dance, so, like, obviously incorporating dance in a performance but uh also using like my production and, and kind of breaking down the track and and, and kind of just uh deconstructing the track as we're as we're performing and then you know once the track's all together people obviously notice the song and then it starts and you know Zay's vocals obviously blow people away <laughs> um but but yeah that that's the basic idea right now of it and I think, yeah, going off of what Eli said, too, I think the clever thing about it is no one expects the producer to come out and just bust some dance moves or, <laughs> or you know, do yeah. choreography. So that's, I think, one of the pluses that we have. What we want to do once this core scene is over and start this promo tour is we want to show people, hey, the producer can actually dance, too. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, so it's not always going to be just be behind there on the B pad and just kind of just going. No, we want to make it unique and even throw some choreography where me and Eli can bust out and do some dance moves. So yes, sir, yes, we, sir. we definitely have that all planned out and we want to shock the world with that. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's like the drummer coming out and like taking lead vocals. That that'd be wild. Yeah. Exactly. No, one, exactly. no one expects it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We kind of talked about it at the very beginning of the show, but how would you guys personally describe your genre of music? New wave R&B. Simple as that. New wave R&B, that is definitely our wave. So, you know, we, we want to, you know, we have the crazy synth sounds mixed with some current trap that's out there today. Um, definitely some 80s, you know, wave music that's out that, that's from back in the day. So we definitely take all those elements and put them together. And yeah, it's, it's called the new wave R&B. Yeah, that's and I, I personally listen to it. And I'm telling all the listeners this right now. You guys are great. 
This is gonna be Thank cool. Thank you so much. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you, man. For sure, for sure. What is your guys's process for creating a song? Like, do you just get together and just jam it out? Like, oh, let me try these buttons, and then you sing this chord, or how how does that work? We will in the in the beginning stages. Uh, you know, from can't get enough. I came down with the with the beat in the beginning. You know, a, a simple. A simple structure just to get Isaiah to to lay some vocals down, and then from there, you know, I started building around the vocals and 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 uh, you know just adding more to it. But now, recently, me, me and Isaiah have been making more music. We've uh, we've actually been doing stuff together. Like I've been, he's been there when I'm producing and making the track for him, and then I'm there while he's recording, and it, we just vibe off each other and and try to come up with something something really dope. I see. That's I cool. see. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And is there anybody that you guys would like to team up with and do like a collaboration at some point? I mean, definitely. There's our list is pretty pretty big, but just to name a few, you know, we would love to collab with The Weeknd, Drake, Justin Timberlake, Travis Scott. You know, all, all those people. You know, we definitely those are some top tier artists that we definitely want to work with. And as far as producers, I mean, Eli, who do yeah, you I, I, I'm not a, a selfish producer by no means necessary. Like I'm, I will work with anyone. Like I mentioned before, Timberland, uh, 40, he's Drake's producer, you know, um, Pharrell, anyone, I, I'm down to work with anyone. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> well, given your guys, the sound, I think you would mesh really well with the weekend. I, I think I would really enjoy hearing a collaboration with that. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be pretty interesting. That would be, no. <laughs> that'd be amazing. That would be awesome. What would be one message that you would like to give to your fans? Love what you do. That's the most simple thing. Be passionate about what you do. Um, you know, that's, that we can't, we can't stress that enough. You know, you never want to feel forced to do something. Love what you do and have passion behind that. That's, that's, the, biggest, that's the biggest step. You know, and, and from there, that's, everything else just follows through. Never, never feel force to do something that that's not the way to go because it, it won't work it won't yeah. work at all and it won't work with with the people who support us you know we, we want to give a special uh thanks to all, all the people who've listened to the song and supported and shared because uh, you know we we won't be here we wouldn't be here uh without without them yes absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah i i get that i'm right there with you it's all about the fans Yes, sir. All right. So I kind of want to delve into the song a little bit more. I mean, that that's kind of uh, what we really want to do here is is get word out about uh, Can't Get Enough. Yes. So, like, first things first, where did the title come from? What, what was the story behind that? I mean, how it all started is when me and Eli first came together and talked about being a duo, you know, Dose. Um, the first thing was the sound, you know, what was the song going to, you know, what, what inspired us? So the first song that I told him was a song called don't stop till you get enough by Michael Jackson off his off the wall album. And that was one, that's one of my favorite albums from him. And so I told Eli, use this song and see what you come up with, you know, and, and, and we kind of love that vibe, you know, don't, you know, don't stop till you get enough, but we wanted to call it can't get enough, you know, we can't. And pretty much, you know, what the song's talking about, we can't get enough of this, you know, this particular person, this girl's love, you know, of, of her, of who she is, you know. So we wanted to tap into that. And, you know, and I'm pretty sure there's so many people out there that can relate to a song like that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's in love, you know, or yeah. Yeah. whatever soundtrack of that person li- live is, is, is that, you know. Yeah. So 
from there we kind of went off and I gave that Eli that song and from there he just started making the track and creating it and giving it those dance vibes yeah. you know that's what you get on it right yeah like feeding feeding off those Michael Michael Jackson vibes he everything he sung about was very deep and and like he talked about some real stuff but you know you don't really capture that or really pay attention to that cuz you're so infatuated with the beat then I wanted to give that dynamic of of yeah the song's deep it, it talks about you know someone you can't get enough of but you know I, I also want to make you dance a little bit yeah exactly mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Now, now, which one of you had the harder job? Would it was singing it harder or was producing the music harder? Um, well, me personally, I uh, this was my first like official project of producing. Um, so it was a little, a little uh, uh in intimidating, <laughs> you know, to say the least. But uh, um, obviously we have a, we have an amazing group behind us, and and Zay, you know, uh, he supports me all the way, and and it, it was you know it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, exactly what Eli said. I think it. It, we had our challenges in our own way, you know, as a producer, you're trying to find the best sounds. And as the vocalist, as a singer, you're trying to give the best performance with that track. You know, if I don't give my best performance, Eli's beat is not going to be as good because right. I'm not giving the best performance. So there's definitely um, challenges in our own way that come with that. But, you know, when we come together in our team and we we get to work, you know, we make some pretty good stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. See, that was a front-loaded question, and you guys navigated that beautifully. It was all about the team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it sounds like you guys really had fun doing that. How long did it take from you know start to finish to get this project done? Um, I'd say about roughly a month. You know, we had we had some pauses in between that doing other stuff, but uh, you know, solid work. I would say a month um, from the you know idea to to the you know mixing and mastering of it. Yeah, about a month. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And kind of to shift directions a little bit. Well, actually, first before we do that, let me ask your single. Where can people go to find that? So um, we have our we have you know all our social media plat platforms. Our first one is Instagram. You can go on our Instagram and our uh, our profile is at we are dose w e r e d o s we are dose. Um, we're also on Twitter. You know, dose music. It's d o s underscore m u s i k. Make sure it's a k, not a c. <laughs> and um, we also have a song link tree, and that's also on our Instagram bio. You can click that link, and it leads to all of our stuff: our YouTube, you know, our, our Spotify all those neat things. So that's where you can pretty much find us at. Heck yeah. And of course I'm going to put links to that stuff in the description of the podcast. So all the listeners out there, one click shopping, just like I like to do. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank that you so much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So we're kind of going to shift gears a little bit. I kind of want to get to know the musicians behind dose, if you will, and uh, ask the not super personal questions, but some stuff that, you know, people might not know about you. Like, uh, for instance, what do you think might be your most useless talent? Um, most useless talent, I'd say, okay, well, one, one <laughs> that I've had for a minute would say I, I can juggle, which I don't know what, why I would need that. Um, <laughs> And then another useless talent, um, besides, you know, bettering my music, uh, I would say I learned how to uh, flick cards during quarantine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And to be honest, that's kind of what I was going to say, too. I mean, 
Eli taught me how to start, you know, start flipping cards out of nowhere, you know, <laughs> I mean, during this quarantine time, you kind of just find different things to do out of nowhere, you know, you just make stuff up or learn things from different social media platforms, I would say. And from there, you kind of just start going and you just would think like, I would never have done this if I was not yeah. in quarantine, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, where we are is this. And so, yeah, I mean, me and Eli are around each other a lot. So we kind of just piggyback off each other and just, let's just do something useless and figure <laughs> something out. I don't know, you know, we have our break time from our music. So, and he actually just taught, uh, you know, was teaching me how to golf properly, you know, so oh, yeah. <laughs> it, that was pretty, that was pretty cool too, I would say. That's legit. <laughs> Where do you guys think you would be? Like, what do you think you'd be doing if being musical artists didn't work out? Oof. Um, to be honest, I mean, I, I've never thought of that because I've always felt just growing up, this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I've never had second thoughts of, of me singing or if this is not going to work out. I always believe in what I'm doing you know one a quote that I always go by with Walt Disney is all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them you know and, and you know you you just have the you have to have the courage to pursue it and that's simple as that you know not have second thoughts so for me I, I would say personally I've never had second thoughts of not quote-unquote making it or not doing something with my talent that I have I mean I don't know how Eli's is but yeah i wasn't uh that wasn't my uh case scenario but uh you know before i was doing music i was actually working with my dad in construction uh he's a general contractor you know i i was getting pretty serious in that and i think if it wasn't for music i would still be doing that right now all right cool yep. <laughs> well you guys grew up together you obviously are very close you you've done a bunch of stuff like what's the most trouble you guys have gotten into no trouble. I mean, trouble, we've never really got into any trouble. We don't really, you know, we're not trouble kids. I would Man. say we just focus on our music a lot and, and we, you know, our passion is our passion and we just, we're focused, you know, tunnel vision always. Uh, you know, we have fun here and there and, you know, we do stuff, but we never really get into trouble at all. Like we don't, we don't put ourselves there. You know, we always want to have a high standard for ourselves and always meet that standard and, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think the closest thing that I don't even, it's not even trouble, but it would be going to 7-Eleven at like 4 in the morning to get snacks yeah, during that, recording sessions. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Sometimes we get those late night cravings and it's <laughs> like, ah, oh, do we want to do this? This yeah. is bad. We shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to be singing right now. It's going to mess up my voice. But you know what? All right, let's just, let's yeah. just go do it. 7-Eleven yeah. is just right there. Why not? But... <laughs> You know, other than that, we really don't get into too much trouble. You know, we stay away from that. We always want to have positive vibes. and yeah, we're, we're good boys. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Perfect. Well, that's that's good to have. Like, you want that positive role model image. But what about Absolutely. hobbies? What do you guys do for hobbies when you're not recording and producing and, and getting all into the music? Um, I think my top hobby would be golfing. I, I do that on occasion. Um that and just being very athletic, you know, uh, sometimes I do miss uh, being athletic when, you, you know, being in music, you're kind of inside all day long. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just being outside, being athletic, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. What about you, Zay? I mean, for me, I'm different. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely a nerd when it comes to uh, horror films. So uh, in my spare time, I like to uh, collect masks. You know, Michael Myers, 
was my one of my favorite movies, you know. Um, so I like definitely collecting masks. I, it's just weird of me. Eli always is afraid to go in my room. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm a super you know a geek for those for those type of films. Um, I love collecting Funko, Funko Pops. I don't know if you ever heard of those. Just oh, yeah. Little, yeah, I love collecting those too. I, I don't know why. I just find I'm just infatuated with them. I think they're really cool. <laughs> um, you know, I'm also into basketball a lot too. You know, I'm kind of sad right now because I can't see the Lakers play due, you know, to the NBA being closed. But other than that, that's that's pretty much my hobbies. I'm not really of a outdoor outdoor sports type of person, but yeah, those those are my uh, those are my hobbies. <laughs> cool, cool. What kind of uh, like do you guys have a favorite food or a favorite restaurant that you go to? I mean, when we're not in in quarantine. My favorite food is spaghetti. Spaghetti has always been my favorite food growing up. Um, so that's my go-to always. Any Italian place that has spaghetti, I am all there. You're going to catch me there. And that's it. <laughs> you know, so I'm definitely there. Eli, uh, right Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My favorite food is, is definitely sushi. You know, I was brought up on that. My mom was uh, eating that while I was still in her, in her belly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. Sushi is really good, too. Cool. That's yeah. that's pretty rad. Like you guys are just normal dudes with an awesome talent. That's yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's awesome. That's that's beautiful to hear. Thank you so Thank much. You. But along the lines of you know being awesome and having this just amazing career that's going to be kicking off with your your song and just I'm sure there's so much more coming for you guys. What advice would you have for somebody who's just starting out that has, you know, the talent or the capacity to do it, but doesn't know really what to do? Um, I would say, you know, keep working on your craft, perfect your craft, you know, put in put in them hours because uh, it, it it's really hard for you to fail if you really put in the work because, you know, something you have the talent, you're going to have the talent. You just got to put in that work to, to amplify it and, and make it into something special. Yeah, discipline yourself. That's pretty much it. Position yourself to be disciplined. That's the that's the key. All right. That's some really awesome advice. Like I think that's concise and spot on. Beautiful, guys. Thank you. Thank you. This last little part of the show here, I kind of like to do this little shameless plug thing. And we kind of did it before already, but I want to make sure that everything's together and that the listeners can hear it one more time. Can you... Can you just repeat your social medias so that people know where to go look? Yes, absolutely. So the first one I'm going to start with is Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at WeAreDose. It's W-E-R-E-R-A-R-E-D-O-S. Um, our link tree is right there as well on our uh, bio. So you can click that, you know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all those things is all there. You can also just go on YouTube as well and just type in WeAreDose. You can find us there too. And on Twitter, it's a dose underscore music, not with a C, but a K. Yes, so those sir. are all our social media platforms. You can follow us on there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to like, comment, share the video with everyone you know. Singles call can't get enough. Yes. You know, make sure to check it out. Leave a thumbs up. Uh, put a comment. Share with your friends, family, and uh, yeah, continue to support us. It definitely got the quarantine vibes. So yes, sir. It's yes, there. Sir. <laughs> For real, that's awesome. I love it. You guys have been nothing but amazing this whole interview. I really had a really fantastic time talking to you guys. You're full of energy, full of fun. I, I think that you guys got a huge future ahead of you, and I can't wait to follow along with it. So thank you very much for coming on the show. 
Thank you thank so you, much for having you. us. It was it was an honor. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Really do. Yeah. And thank you to all the listeners who tuned in to check this out. Make sure to click the links and follow along on the social medias for Dose. You guys are not going to want to miss this. I cannot possibly stress that enough. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Oh, now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.